community folk? Do, do we? What do we? Uh, uh, yeah, community, community focus, community. I don't know why I'm just stuck on community focus for some reason. I, I said like that community once. Focus. We got app focus, so community focus. So it, I like it, the focus. It, it works. Is there a shorter word? Because I like app because it's short. That fits? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I agree with People that. People focus. Linux focus. Media? No. Content? People? Well, Thesaurus Synonym. might be able to help us, right? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yep. For community. Neighborhood. Just kidding. That's fun. Oh, wow. I was joking. Neighborhood is the first. All right. City, uh, commune, hamlet, town, village, denizens, dwellers, inhabitants. We're getting far now. Denizens. <laughs> denizens. Hey, we could call it like uh, like open source denizens. Ooh. Or like, yeah, I mean. Denizens of open source. Linux denizens. Linux denizens. The inhabitants. What's what's another word for like the open source community? Because for some reason I'm, I'm I've attached my brain to the word denizen now. I think we got to go back to community focus, and it could fit because like we got the app focus, we got community focus. We're gonna focus. Coming up in this episode. We'll chat on the deck, watch some Mozilla, uh, drop some cookies for season three, and uh, listen to some blurry tunes. Hello, and welcome to season three of Linux User Space. I'm insert host here. And I'm, insert other host here. Oh, wait, no, I'm Dan, and that's Leo. Ah, uh, you knew <laughs> us. You you knew. Yeah, we haven't been gone that long, have we? Uh, Three-ish months? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, I guess it has been a little while. Yeah, and doing this, doing this right now is weird. This it's, is weird. It's <laughs> being on a schedule again, sitting down again. I, I guess Ooh. we'll get used to it. I, I don't know. Well, we have in the past two seasons. We're going to have to do it again. We will. We will. Um, so I'm excited for it. Leo's excited for it, I'm sure. And yeah. I hope you all are ex- as excited as we are. So Lots of history coming your way, but not this time. Next time. That's right. Uh, big, time, big history episode next time. So. Ooh, ooh, lots. Um, for those that don't remember, we picked Ubuntu. So... Be ready for that one. We're going to try to condense that down into a, a, a listenable show in a reasonable time frame. You know what? Just don't even look at how long the episode's going to be. Just press play <laughs> and hold on. Yep, yep. Speaking of holding on, uh, you know what I'm holding on to? I don't have one. If I had one, it would be in my hands right now, ah, but I don't. Hold on I to don't. my Steam Deck, Leo. It's awesome. I know. It it's looks awesome. awesome. It's awesome. I can only, it, I can it, only gaze from afar. It, it, it plays games really well, um, oh. and that's what it's supposed to do, and I can take them wherever I want. The battery oh, life is fantastic. That's I'm, the thing. I'm having a good time. I know a lot of people are trying a lot of different crazy things, and I may eventually get there myself, um, but for now, I have just been playing games from my steam library and it has just worked. Yep. I don't I don't get the steam library but I get the portability because uh I've been playing a lot on the Switch. Ah uh, uh, yeah. The Nintendo Switch. So so I get the vibe and I love the ability to just sit down on the couch or plug it into a TV or you I mean you get to use yours as a whole computer. Have yep. you done this yet? I have not. Like uh, that's oh. what I'm saying, I have not. Like I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's a de- you can get to the desktop. You can do this and that. You can yeah. load up Firefox." I haven't done any of that because I've oh. been having such a good time with just gaming on it and I've had such a good experience. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to mess with it like that. Like, maybe I will, but like right now, I'm completely content. Right, right. Like, there's a couple of things on the Switch that I was like, well, I wish you could do, I wish you could do, I wish you could do. But 
Um, I mean, but for the most part, I mean, 95%, I'm just happy with it being in my hands and playing whatever I want to play. So, man, I, I get that. I get yeah. that aspect of it. Well, and, and until recently, like the Switch hasn't had Bluetooth headphone capability. Oh, right? yeah. That, that's that... in the last year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, this comes with Bluetooth out of the box and it's <sighs> the sound is good. The sound out of the device is really good. It's one That's, of the best devices I've actually listened to, I think. That is something that it's not surprising, uh, especially for how much no. you pay for it. But yeah, I, I think, paid a lot. <laughs> you, yeah. you come across lots of portable devices, laptops. I'm looking at you. Yeah. And the speakers are terrible even if you're actually running windows and running their dsp whatever and dolby digital and the eq'd all you know to here and back and it sounds okay yeah right but but you know they're just tweaking it right this this the steam deck has actual good speakers yeah and and a lot of it is the form factor right so you can see the speakers are down here and there's one on the other side so the spacing works out very nicely so that you have one on each side of your head so it sounds very stereo so like it's good in that regard right Take right. note, all you laptop manufacturers, put the speakers <laughs> in the right place and it'll help a lot with the way the spatial sound comes out. And, and that's, I think that's a lot of the success with the thing. Yeah. And you, like you said, they're good. They're good quality speakers. They aren't, they aren't, they don't sound tinny. Um, they don't have a lot of low end, but they're really small. So, I mean, they sound good. That That's one of the extremely few gripes that I have with the framework laptop. They, they spent so much time kind of making it, uh, like not wide, right? Um, yep. But the speakers are downward firing. That's good too. Which mm-hmm. I mean, it it is good unless it's on your lap. Yeah, and then, then it's, it's just all muffled. muffled. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm 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 not That's listening on to desk. music on it or anything. But yeah. yeah, yeah, very good on a desk, especially if you've got um, a lot like a lot of open area around there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, not so great on the lap. So, I'm- but the. Uh, the face word is that what we call it? Face word firing is that? <laughs> I think I think front facing, you know, yeah. speakers. Um, and and like the spacing of it is 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 really good. Um, and just the quality of them. I think all three of those things are why it's it's what it is. And I know I'm I'm like talking about something that's kind of trivial, I guess, but it's it struck me. It's it, it it's just... not trivial though because like devices like this exist, mm-hmm. but devices at this quality, mm-hmm. at this price point, don't exist. It, well, right. they do now with right. the Steam Deck, and you got to get in line and wait for one. But they're coming. They're coming. They're they're ramping up production. I just saw a tweet um, the other day where they are doubling production. Um, I think that there was estimates of they were at twenty thousand. Now they're going to be at forty thousand. Um, wow. and, and that's a lot. So, um, really cranking them out and certainly they've made it through a couple of, uh, of iterations of, you know, shipping these, um, where they've staggered the, the production and they keep meeting their deadlines. And so I think it will continue because by now we will have, should have known if it was successful or not. Right. We would have heard a lot of griping if it wasn't a good device. Well, yeah, you um, wouldn't have you wouldn't have had all of the positive looking yeah, it, uh, reviews I, about it. Right. And I and I don't I don't rave about it because I you know, I'm I'm a fanboy, but I'm a fanboy now because it is good. Yeah. So and I think a lot of other people are falling into the same boat and they're really happy with the capabilities of it. Um so I I, I would call call it a success. Um, in this early day, mm. and it will continue. I, I do believe right. that we'll probably see other iterations. So you're you're not crazy for waiting for something if you think there be something worth waiting for. Um, yeah. Um, but I don't have a lot of complaints right now. Well, by by this time, uh, or at least by Christmas time, I would I, I originally had expected that. The, the fervor for it would have died down and they would be off the shelf on every, you know, on every department store and mm-hmm. anywhere. And I would just be able to go in the store and pick one up. 
Yeah, nah, not even close. Yeah. It's it's not <laughs> oh. there yet, but there's a, there's been a huge demand for it. Obviously, the the amount they're cranking out. Yeah. Um. So um, I don't know. Maybe maybe by by Christmas this year, um, you'll see them on the shelves. I I I don't know that for sure, but maybe that's a possibility. Um, where you start seeing them in you know regular places like Walmart and you know Target and. Well, if that's the case, my my whole plan is to delete this whole setup, uh, the whole computing setup, and replace it with the Steam Deck, so I can have the second uh, screen mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just just use that to yeah. do this show on. I think that would be fantastic. That would you know, be neat, honestly. Look it I up, mean, use it as a desktop. That's what I want. Yeah, I mean, you just plug in the USB C there and into a dock, and you got all the peripherals that you could possibly want. That's it. That's mm-hmm. that's it. That's oh. So is the, the the dock is not oh. So you can use any dock. Yes, any U- USB C dock that works with Linux should work with the Steam Deck. They said they don't right, have the dock right. yet. I'd you, like the official dock. The, yeah, they I don't mean, have that yet. Uh, I think it's coming. But they did state that yeah, absolutely. Any any USB C dock that comes that works in Linux, any Linux should probably work on here. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna get one one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just see when that day is. Uh, in the meantime, Dan, I, I've I've mentioned it a couple of times. You need to play Civ Six. Mm-hmm. You need to get about a hundred turns deep, and that is the only benchmark I care about. I don't care how fast Forza runs. I don't I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care that Elden Ring <sighs> ran out of the box. I don't care about that. I care about what turn 184 on Civ 6 looks like. If it, if I'm waiting 2 minutes per turn, I'm not happy. Okay. So if it can if it can if we can get under a minute per turn, I mean that's all I need. That's uh, all I need. That is pretty good. Uh, I'll see what I can do. Hopefully, I can live up to your challenge and uh, let you know how that works out. Go for a science win, and then you'll definitely run out the clock on the game. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You're right. <laughs> well, we wanted to tell you about some things that are changing. You obviously changing. Yeah, you you obviously know about. The main one, uh, which is next episode is the history episode, which that used to be the third episode. Yeah, so we in set sh- in season shuffled two. Shuffled those around a little bit. Yeah, we did two topic episodes, and then we hit a history episode, and then the first season we just did like history, well, history, 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 history. A bunch of distros there too. Yeah, that, that yeah, was that... unsustainable. <laughs> unsustainable. We, yeah, we we changed that schedule in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. So so when you think about it. Odd-numbered episodes, topic episode, even-numbered episodes, history episodes. So if you're only here for the history, even-number episodes where you want to be. If you're here for Dan and Leo, well, you should show up every time. Yeah, Yeah. you'll be here anyway, and I'll talk at your face, and we'll be good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the other thing that we wanted to just kind of throw out there a little bit is uh, what y'all think of TIL vids? Um, as a place mm. to to host our ep- episodes in addition to, you know, if you haven't subbed on YouTube. You should do that. You should do that. You should totally do that. And maybe even, you know, like every once in a while and, you know, that sort of thing. Something, something, a bell, ding-a-ling. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the YouTube algorithm works, so, man. I just put the videos out there, and yep. if people push buttons, they push buttons. Exactly. So we want to get your feedback on that, see what you think of that as a place to go. We hear that's fairly upstanding, so. It sounds good to me. And then we also thought we're going to add a little bit to the show. We're going we're gonna to remove a little bit and add a little bit. We're trading some. So instead of a, instead of a housekeeping section mm-hmm. where we go and like stuff everything in, in one spot, that's really easy to skip through, uh, we're going to just sprinkle it throughout the show. But that does a disservice to one of the things that we put into housekeeping, which was the the shout out to like cool podcasts that you may not have known about yeah. websites uh, cool yeah cool channels on youtube all of all of that kind of stuff uh used to be in housekeeping and now we've just we've just broken it out mm-hmm. putting it put put it in its own section 
all by itself that will announce and say things and, you know, do that whole thing. Um, but yeah, so quick, quick show change. Did I say community focus? That's what we're calling it. We're calling it community focus. Community focus. We almost called it open source denizens. Almost. We were close to that, but. But then it was too much to say. That's a lot to say. And (laughs) we've already got app focus. So we thought community focus would be another great thing to just focus right on. That's it. Uh, lastly, we don't want you to forget that you can watch us live, live on Twitch uh, the day after an episode drops. That's a Tuesday. That's a Tuesday. Episodes drop on Monday, and then we live, live stream the very next day. So when you get the episode on your phone or on your computer and it's like, bing, Linux user space just dropped an episode, mm-hmm. you'd be like, tomorrow. That's tomorrow right. Tomorrow is Twitch day, live yep. stream day. So jump on over there, linuxuserspace.show slash Twitch, and uh, we'll be there. Yep. All right. We've got to bring back one of the most popular segments that we've ever had. It's it's the most popular segment in uh, if you only count Leo. Okay. Maybe, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite segment. It, it's the Mozilla Watch, folks. <laughs> We're back Woo! to Mozilla Watch. We're watching it. And there's a lot of things to watch. We've been away for about three months. And that means there's been a ton of changes. So we're, we're going to try get you down to the highlights, though. All right. My favorite thing that came out throughout the uh, the the entire three months was total cookie protection. Mm. Okay. All right. This is uh, a technology that was introduced in February 2021, uh, and it was used only... If you went into the settings, into privacy, and you had like balanced and whatever, and you chose strict, if you chose strict, you already had total cookie protection back then. But the difference now is that total cookie protection is just on all of the time. Nice. Forever. By default. On the phone, on the yes, on the desktop, on Windows, Mac, Linux, all of them. It's there for everyone. Now what is total cookie protection? Why would I even want something like that? Uh, all right. So in the before time, mm-hmm. every cookie from every site was stored in the same cookie jar, let's mm-hmm. say. And any site that you went to, sites that were not even related. So you, you do some Google searches and you go to Facebook. Well, Facebook can now see Google cookies, right? Yeah. Uh, they could get their weasley little hands and pull yeah, out just pretty much any cookie they want. The cookie jar there, and right? Find the one that's next to theirs. Yep. Firefox caught him. Caught him with the hand in the cookie jar. All right. But so now, at least in Firefox, if a cookie is generated on Facebook.com, it will stay within the Facebook.com cookie jar. You go to another website, whole new cookie jar is created. Cookies that come from that site stay in that cookie jar, and no two cookie jars get to cross. Nice. No cross you the streams. Cross the, you don't cross the stream, Stan. You just don't. So this is a win for anybody that cared that, you know, they were Googling, you know, they found they found something, and they're like, well, I wonder if I should go to a doctor for this, right? And you <laughs> Google it up. Well, now Facebook knows in the before time. Oh, but yeah. now it's isolated. And I'm not saying that it's, this is like, you know, the number one silver bullet for all privacy matters of all time. Just that now all these other websites can't just come in and, and take all of that stuff. So this is fantastic. This is something that I think is generally just a win for anybody using Firefox. Yeah, I agree. The only other browser I looked, the only other browser that does this by default it exists, but by default is Brave. That makes sense. Yeah. Vivaldi, Edge, Safari, they all have it, but you have to go turn it on. Same as with Firefox, right? But now Firefox turned it on by default. Brave already had it as a default. And now Firefox and Brave, they are the ones giving you this type of feature, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. That Good. is fantastic. Just in general. So there's more stuff. Uh, Firefox has been working on way more stuff. And so I thought oh, I'd sure. give you a quick rundown of the stuff that uh, that's like mm, Linuxy, right? Firefox 99. Uh, they strengthened up the Firefox. Uh, the, the Firefox. Well, I guess so, right? They strengthened up the sandbox. 
um, which prevents processes uh, from accessing the web content process. If you ever look in like the process list when you're running Firefox, mm-hmm. there's like Firefox, and then there's like web, 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 oh, web, yeah. web mm-hmm. right? So if uh, if you had access to that, you could then access the X session behind it, Ooh, which yuck. is not good, Yeah. right? So put a stop to that in Firefox 99, which was like a couple of days after we released an episode, uh. because that would have been... In a Mozilla watch, it would totally yeah, well, absolutely. In. We totally would have covered that. Now it's in this one. Yep. Then uh, better mic support in uh, Firefox 101. So this is if you go. I, I hear a lot of people talk about how bad Firefox is using like Web RTC and mm. Web this and that, whatever when they're joining and microphones and this and that. Try try it now. Try it after version 101. If you're on ESR, I don't think you get this. Oh, but, but wait, if you're, I got some news on that, Leo. Hang ooh, on. To, to, to coming later. up. Yeah. Coming up. Uh, so 101 gives you, like, you can swap your mics. You can change them in the middle of a stream, and it, and it won't explode the whole Firefox. I don't, I don't know what actually happens. I don't actually use any of that. But I hear a lot of complaints about it. So, hey, maybe now is the time to give it one more shot. Mm-hmm. So then Firefox 102. Dan, you did some digging on the most recent version of Firefox, which released a couple days prior to us recording this. So yeah, this is fresh. This, this week. Fresh. Um, yeah. So going to now support GeoClue, which is a DBus service that provides geolocation services when needed by certain websites. And you're asking, why in the world would websites want my geolocation? Well, the answer is some video services need to analyze your location to determine eligibility, right? We've all seen those. I mean, Netflix does it a little bit, but like if you're watching some of like your local channels and stuff, they they want to know your, your location mm-hmm. to make sure that you're eligible to watch that. And I, I guess that's fair um, somewhat, right? So, VPN. Uh, that's an option. Um, but you know, um, this is going to be improved. It hasn't always worked the best in the past because the, the Firefox location service, in my opinion, um, has had some issues where it couldn't tell my location. And so therefore I'm looking at a screen that says, you know, you're not eligible to watch that. Sorry. Put, put it this way. Windows had it. Mac had it. Yeah. Linux finally gets it. Exactly. We're good. So, um, I think this is a welcome upgrade uh, for the things that need it. And, you know, if you really wanted to and paranoid, you can turn it off. So, I mean, there's that option too. Yeah, obviously. Mm -hmm. The other thing is improved picture-in-picture features that that allows support for subtitles and captions, improved subtitles and captions in, you know, videos. Something about modern cinema and TV. There's like crazy loud stuff. And then as soon as you got two people in a quiet room talking, you can't you can't even hear it. You don't even know what they're saying. I just see the lips moving. I'm like, time for the captions. Time for me to not blow out my speakers in mm-hmm. about 30 seconds. I want to. He- yeah. Well, the other thing is, if you bump into a scene that's uh, got some subtitles like, you know, translation subtitles and stuff, this yep. is now improved in the picture in picture. So uh, mm. th- this is good. This is good. Good. Stuff. Welcome improvement as well. Um, also improved is uh, PDF reading in high contrast mode, which mm-hmm. uh, you know you turn on the reader mode there and uh, start reading your PDFs. It's actually kind of comfortable compared to. I do to... love reader mode, like mm-hmm. in any app. I don't care what it is, just give me a reader mode. I love that. I think that's really good stuff. So, uh, lastly, the ability to disable automatically opening the download panel. Every time a new download starts. So it's now, fine. Now you I can guess. turn that off and it won't just keep running out there and telling you you're downloading something. Yeah, I knew that. I, I clicked. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't have to go dig deep in the settings. Just right click on the little download thing and tell it, nah, stop. Yeah. But I don't know why. I, I, like, I, I really enjoy it. Like anytime a new download comes up, the little pop out pop down thing comes down Mm -hmm. i hate it in all the chromiums because it's like a whole taskbar thing on the bottom i'm like stop Uh, doing that yeah that's that's true that can stop that i want to stop but the little it's like a little chat bubble and it's like hey man downloading that thing you told me to download it could get your way though too i mean it is at the top and it could stretch down into the page a little bit especially if you've got a couple of them going because they it, it can get long um, yeah, yeah. When no, you got a bunch I'm, of them. I'm, I'm, I'm of the camp of Firefox looks at me and is like cool, and I'm like cool, and we're like cool. That's cool. <laughs> cool. 
But, you know, so, I mean, it's there. Now you can disable it before you couldn't. Easy. It's cool. So there's one more feature that I have to add to this one. Uh, well, there's there's two more. There's but there's one that that they buried the lead, man. They did. Um, if you dig into the actual um, uh, the release notes of this thing, they have it, it. It says Firefox now mitigates query parameter tracking when navigating sites in ETP strict mode. What does that even mean? What what? No. Okay. So here's what it actually means. Here's okay. why you should care. It strips out the Facebook tracking information out of the URL when you turn on strict mode. Okay, <laughs> what, what, what is that? So when you have like a link that has like a Facebook ID on it, mm-hmm. it's like the link question mark FBKID equals, and you like you could just like strip all that. Out. I do it all the time on Amazon links. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a, like it tells oh, you like man, well, he those, searched those for it, or gross. he came from a yeah, I know I hate him, and and or he came from a website or whatever. It strips it off automatically. I don't nice. have to do any work anymore. Oh, I love this. They're not doing themselves any favors by writing it that way. No, but. But I'm here to tell you what it is and, and why you great. want it and mm-hmm. why it's cool. Agree. Oh, and hey, you remember that thing that I told you? Uh, uh, I, I was again? waiting for it. I was waiting here for it. Here it is, Leo. So the, this new Firefox 102 will become the new ESR release. Ooh, ooh, so ooh, all those with things, all those features. Yeah, all those things are going to be in here. So that'll be really good. Yeah, I mean, you know, ESR, it'll wear off on you after a while, but it'll be good for a little while. So that's, that's nice. Well, that's what you get in Debian, right? So all you, you, so like, (laughs) wait, so like the Grateful Dead has dead heads. Mm -hmm. Does Debian get Deb heads? I don't know. I don't know. I'm okay. You know what? Just for today only, I'm going to call you Deb heads. So for all you Deb heads, you'll, you'll get it. You'll, you'll get 102 and you'll have all these cool features and hopefully you'll be happy. Yeah. Happier anyway. Hey. So one last thing, it's not Fire, it's not Mozilla, it's not Fire, I know, I know, but it's Brave. We talked about them just a little while ago. They too. did one thing over the break that I'm over the moon about, deamp. So I, I need Firefox to adopt this. It's a good idea in general. So AMP are accelerated mobile pages, I think is what it stands for. Basically, this is Google taking a website downloading it and caching it on Google servers. So when you Mm. go to that website, you're going to a Google property, not to the website you thought you were going to, Mm. which is, in my opinion, bad. Mm. In um, As far as privacy goes, bad. Because Google has inserted themselves in a conversation that they weren't privy to in the first place, but now they have all kinds of analytics and they've shoved in a bunch of cookies and see... Total cookie protection is not going to stop you when you go to Google themselves yeah. looking for something else. They got their own cookie right? in there. <laughs> yeah, of course, because the f- whole thing starts with Google in the first place, man. Yeah. So, deamp, just taking Google out of a conversation they were never supposed to be part of in the first place, at least from a user perspective, right? Like the the website has to enable that right. uh, for caching and speed purposes and stuff. And 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 not, I'm not saying it's not faster. Mm-hmm. But I would rather wait an extra point eight seconds. I'll never notice. To, to yeah, to not have Google forcing themselves into the in the yeah. If I blink a couple extra like times, it. I'm I'm through it. So whatever. Yeah, it, exactly. I mean, I just if it's taken forever, I just stare up at the ceiling for a second. By the time I look at my phone again, it's already there. Yeah, so it's already there. Yeah, I space out enough for that. Unless so. I'm in the boonies, in which case it's just not loading. So no Ooh. caching is going to stop that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Hey, do you want to have a topic covered or have some feedback? Hey, send us an email. Contact hey. at linuxuserspace.show. Oh, uh, I do have to interject. If you did send an email between, I don't know, maybe between May 15th and June 15th-ish, yeah, go send that again. Send it again. Please do. Because, uh, well, we had a little hiccup with our email. I mean, we had a little hiccup with our email, but we got it sorted out and we're back on track. Back on track. So, yeah, if you emailed us during the break and we didn't say anything, email again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, We have a couple of requests to be, so, you know, we want you on the lookout for those. 
when we can. Actually, just got a couple more today, and I didn't add them to this list. But oh my, hang God. in there, folks. We'll 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 get you there. The shows so, just write themselves. <laughs> they do. And uh, so far for the home lab, folks, we've got uh, you know utilizing a TIG or tick stack, which is uh, you know some pretty graphs and stuff, which I know you're you're into. I, oh, oh uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And uh, we've been asked to cover the history and current status of Wayland. Ooh. Um. I mean, sh- long and short of it is, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. If you haven't looked at it in the past six months, you need to look again. But I think we got to look at the beginning because it has been mm-hmm. coming for a while. So, okay, not just a while, but like a really long time. Not quite as long as X because I did just cover that one too a little while ago, and that was thirty-eight years or something crazy like yeah. that. Except like all, most of the X developers were like, ah, let's go work on this Wayland thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's that's gonna if we do a show like that, it's gonna shape up to be a pretty good one. We'll, we'll talk about both of those, I'm sure. So, in addition, we've had a few distros requested, um, and we don't really have a formal schedule per se. Sometimes we just draw the draw straws at the end of the show. I mean, <laughs> but, I mean, it's like look, it's like pause two got... minutes and say, "Hey, Leo, which one of those do you want to pick?" Um, look, and Hannah Montana is going to hit the airwaves one day. Eventually. Well, I suppose eventually, but <laughs> well, you got to run out sometime. But on the list are Endeavor OS, Debian, Gentoo, and Alpine. I know we've talked about those several times. Like they've came up a few times, so we're going to try to squeeze those in where we can. Um, but you know, you got to keep in mind that Leo and I are, you know, human. So mm-hmm, we've mm-hmm. got a finite amount of time and uh, given where we are in life and whatnot, we may have to pass over some to do some other ones. It depends on, you know, we'll we'll glance and see what kind of history we've got to deal with and see how complicated things can be, um, you know, as a system. So, you know, we shuffle those around a little bit in our mind and try to do. Well, all right. I'm going to say it. We try to do the easy ones on, you know, every other time, <laughs> just so that we aren't killing ourselves. <laughs> we gotta have a break. Look, <laughs> when, when 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 it takes hours to get the history together, mm. I want an easy one next time. <laughs> that way, you know, I can just have a good time using the distro and having a good time, and then spend a couple hours on the history, and then yeah. we go do a show. Right? When 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 I gotta spend ninety nine percent of the time in the wayback machine, it's hard. Yeah. So yeah, the 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 human in me says. You pump the brakes a little bit. Don't burn out. Yep. So we got we to gotta make sure they all fit in there. You know, honestly, the, the last thing I'll really say about it is that I feel like we're going to get to them all eventually. If this show keeps going, yeah, you, well, you, we, don't, we don't have an option. We're going to run out. Like, we're going to have to do them all. Got to catch them all. Well, like, you know, 300 episodes in, but yeah, sure. And, and just like Pokemon, every couple of years, there's like 100 extra ones. So, you know. I don't know. I'm not sure we can run out, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good thing. It is a good thing. All right, this next topic. OMG. OOMD. Oh. So, so what? Whoa, okay. So <laughs> you, I, I'm going to have to lean on you a little bit on this one, but I have been watching. What's been happening with the new Ubuntu release mm-hmm. yep. and specifically how they are trying to address an issue of apps just going poof? Yep, poof. Why? So, what we're talking about is System D UMD or OOMD. So, so o- what? OOMD, what, what, is, what is this now? What is that thing? Uh, well, obviously, it's a System D service, right? So, it's a thing that handles situations when it looks like your system is running out of memory. It's going to try to save you. What it does So is this is this is out of memory. Out of memory. Demon. Yeah, so it's a demon. Yeah. <gasps> you said it. All right. Well, now everybody I knows. C- everybody knows. Everybody knows. Well, you could say Damon too, I suppose. But fine, whatever. I'll let you. Um, so when it looks like your system is running out of memory, you're getting close, or you know something's causing memory pressure, um, it's supposed to kill off the applications so that your system doesn't lock up and freeze, and you can't do anything. It keeps keeps running to some extent, um, and like 
Leo said, it just kills off your application. Poof, gone. Yeah. And, th- and so so to kind of quickly and dirty, don't get me wrong, there's nuance here that I'm not going to be talking about. But mm-hmm. memory pressure is not used memory or free memory. And it's not super easy to define either. Uh, here's how I like to think of it, Leo. I like to think of it as acceleration, not there you speed. Go. Right? So, like, yeah, you get there really fast sometimes, um, and then you sort of level off, and you know that you know you're gonna you're gonna really ramp up and then you're gonna level off. Well, the system doesn't know that, right? It right. sees that huge spike, you know, increase, and it sees that as a huge memory pressure. Right. So as as it's just climbing up, that graph like spikes upward and it doesn't look like it's going to trail off in time for, right, because I don't know, it, the entire system to be stable. Yeah, because- That's when the chopping block comes out. That's where OOMD, OOMD is coming out and is like, all right, you got to go. You got to yeah. go. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna kill me. And so like it it looks at that and it, and it knows, it does a little sample time. Uh, it samples on time and it samples the increase uh, at the same time. And so over that time, if it sees this much of an increase percentage wise, it's going to say, that's the trigger I need to to implement this. And and if the and, application that's causing all of that memory pressure is Firefox or something important, well, <laughs> yeah. So the other the surprise, surprise, uh, a lot of the things that were the hardest hit were memory intensive applications like Firefox and um get get this one, Cute Creator. Right. So your your IDE huh. programming thing, right? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, So I, I just I just want to take an aside just real quick. Mm-hmm. And I just want to tell all these people that have seven hundred and twenty-five tabs open. Mm. Told you so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's more if you had those and you had them saved and you started your browser with 725 tabs open like automatically not just had them running because that, Listen, might, that might not be much of the increase that it needs to see the memory pressure but when you start the whole thing with everything loaded in the background it that that might do it for you listen listen y'all i'm just just trim it down just, tr- just trim it down bookmarks exist okay they do and um so New Ubuntu 22.04 came, well, main Ubuntu came with systemd umd enabled by default. Um, So it turns out that wasn't necessarily a popular thing when, you know, important applications were getting nuked um, <laughs> and they shouldn't have been. Right, because um, Ubuntu is not the only one that has umd. They're it not. is specifically the way that Ubuntu tweaked UMD for Ubuntu. Well, since it's new um, to Ubuntu, they probably, in their defense, hadn't done a ton of tweaking to it. Sure. There, oh, there, of course. There are some tunable parameters that they can adjust, um, which was discussed on the development mailing list um, on on ways to address this. Um, and if there's one thing I can count on you for, Dan, is watching the mailing list. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> and so I have been watching this for a while. And so there's, there was some ideas bantered back and forth. But it looks like good news. Uh, Canonical's Nick Rosbrook has opened a pull request upstream with System D to um, kind of extend System D, UMD, um, and, and the manage UM preference. For all the C groups, not just the one that is owned by root. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, what is what is a C group? Well, a C group is a control group, um, abbreviated as a C group. It's it's a collection of processes that are bound by the same criteria and associated within a set of parameters or limits. These groups can be hierarchical, meaning that each group inherits limits from its parent group. Obviously, different owners on different groups, um, and the system ones are owned by root, um, but user ones are owned by users. So mm-hmm. um, Firefox, for example, would be one that is owned by a user. So this pull request will allow for tuning, you know, a preference for the application that a user is running. 
Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, since they're, you know, a hierarchy, they can, you know, have others that would be more important, like, I don't know, say System D, probably. <laughs> you want to keep that running above all else. So yes. that can be in a different group that is that is higher up than the user group. And I think uh, this makes a lot of sense. It's a, it's a great way to tackle it. There's mm-hmm. some other tunable things that uh, were suggested on the original Reddit thread. Um, but, you know, hide the children's eyes from some of those, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't um, so nice, huh? <laughs> some of them not so much, but mm. um, some of them were funny, made me laugh. Others were just nonsensical. So you got to apply a little salt here and there to some of the things that they, they've suggested. Yeah, <laughs> and it, they could have tempered it a bit, but I guess I, I can kind of see where they're coming from because uh, you've got Fedora... Who mm-hmm. enabled Umdi in Fedora 34. That's two Fedoras ago. Right. And I don't remember ever hearing anything mm. about random applications, or at the oh. very least, it wasn't this loud. It wasn't this loud, but uh, au contraire. Um, it, there, were, oh. there, there were some some issues with a couple of things. Uh-oh. Um, so I've I, I got a couple of links here where things were, were not going right. Somebody... Uh, didn't actually specify the applications uh, that were bothering them, but they said they had a couple that were were they looked in the log and it was getting uh, nuked by uh, System D Umdi. Um, oh, so there's that one, and then I've got another one that's from the ZoneMinder th- uh, forums, which ZoneMinder is a, a video camera surveillance, uh, you know, software that that captures your your video Uh-oh. camera surveillance, right? And yeah. so. That was also a place where Oom, you know, the Oom was was taking out, you know, ZoneMinder, which is your surveillance camera Well, that's, that's kind stuff. of important, right? Yeah. You kind of need your surveillance, right? So, so I mean, so that it's not unheard of, um, at least when it first came out. And so, like you said, Fedora's got a couple of releases under their belt, so they've they've got a little more experience on this now, and right, really kind of probably know how to handle it. And in fact, on the uh, Ubuntu mailing list, the developer mailing list, one of the Fedora developers was offering some guidance and help and letting them know that, like, yes, these are some things that we've found as well. And I think that's what's led to this pull request that Canonical has. So this is true community work, I feel like. Yeah, I was going to say, all parties involved coming together to solve something that was left some people holding some pitchforks not 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 getting <laughs> i mean but but i guess you know, kind of one guy know. was trying to do his economics uh final exam or something in firefox <gasps> and just like poof there it goes right no but, yeah so oh, you that's feel bad terrible. For, you feel bad for people like that but yeah that and it's what it is i mean i guess yeah. it's going to happen and so i mean to kind of put a bow on this i mean what what umd's job is is to prevent a kernel panic mm-hmm. as a result of running out of memory. Right. Right. Like, so we need this. This mm-hmm. is something that is very important, um, but it's it's under the hood tweaking stuff yeah. that I, I think a lot of people don't really think about. Um, all they see is, well, Firefox crashed and Ubuntu is trash. They go two places. Either Firefox is trash or Ubuntu is trash. And yeah. The- Maybe both. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. But but yeah, so I mean, there's, there's, there's all this plumbing that goes on underneath. And I mean, it, it's hard work. It's hard work. So, I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm yeah. waiting. I have not experienced it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I can't say, you know, what happens now or it happens then. I mean, there's tons of posts out on the internet that'll, that'll kind of explain that to you, right? Like when they experienced it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I've got no firsthand experience with this. I've never had an application just crash on me. And, I, and, and I've run on systems with um, 8 gigs, 16 gigs, and 32 gigs. Uh, but but the memory didn't even matter, right? Yeah, it did not. And the more RAM you had, um, well, like the amount free you, didn't, you had didn't matter. Um, right. It, w- it was just that acceleration had, yeah. and got it, just killed it. Yeah, because the people that, were, that had a lot of RAM were not expecting it. Also, people. Well, like, I bought thirty-two gigs of RAM, Dan. Yeah, I don't I, need anything messing with me. Memory six hundred and forty terab 
gigabytes of RAM. I mean, you know, it should be okay. And they were like, <laughs> you know, um, but I also have, you know, 500 bajillion terabytes of uh, swap space or something too, right? So like, right. you think, ultimately you think, oh, my RAM's out. I'm out of RAM. It's going to go to my swap and then I'm going to be okay. You know, right. that's your fail safe fallback thing. But, but that, that's not really what happened. That's not really what's happening. It's not making it there. But there's some tunables that, that can allow for some of those things. If you wanted to go in there and tweak some of those things yourself, or if you're real real confident, you could just disable it altogether. Woo wait. Well, I mean, hey, if you got a million gigs of RAM, what yeah. do you need it for? Honestly, where this really does shine is lower end systems, right? Those four and eight gig uh, systems. It's probably the thing that is needed for those. And that's yeah. your well, it's average still, it's still kind of annoying though, right? Like it's still pretty annoying to, to be in a situation be. where it's like, well, Firefox crashed. Why? It could that's be, but great. it could also save your system too. So true. Um, especially if you've only got the four gig. Maybe if you've got eight gig and you've got a few other applications going on too, it, it could really save your day where yeah. your system didn't totally crash and you lose everything. So I I think it's got its place. I think it's got its place. We just need to work on it a little bit and it'll get there where everybody's happy. Yeah, we'll get there. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Stick around. We'll get there. So you can catch these and other great topics as they unfold on our subreddit or our news channel on our discord server yep uh, i love i love both of those places I if, too. if you if you don't want anything other than just a curated list of news that is linux related mm-hmm. you don't have to interact you don't have to care you could just sub to the reddit and just that's your linux news I I I do if I do say so myself. It's a pretty decent curated list. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I, I I think we add to it nicely. Like we we do curate. We like go through our feed readers, which are intense. Um, I know mine is. Yours probably is too. And uh-huh. we we pick out the best of the best. We think and uh, the ones that will impact your user space. Ooh, we, we, oh, we, he said it. He we, said it. We post oh, them he there. did it. <laughs> 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 I will say, though, uh, they don't get the news to the face. The cool thing about the subreddit and the Discord server is that you can like, you can have conversations within conversations mm-hmm. easily, right? Yep. So I feel confident that I can just drop a bunch of news into Discord, but the general chat is not affected at all. Right. Um, and same with the subreddit, right? Like if you're having a conversation uh, about something that was said on the register or talk about OOMD, mm-hmm. right? You're, you you can be confident that that conversation is going to stay fairly on track within the context of that that topic, um, but you can't really do that on Telegram and Matrix, though. We have those too. Yeah, and <laughs> and what what I don't want to do in those channels is just like dump the news. Right. So we get like so you have the best of the best news in Reddit and Discord, and then you have the cream of that crop moving over to Telegram and Matrix, the ones that I think are going to have, you know, generate good conversation. Yeah, conversation. Because I don't want to clutter up those chats with big, massive pictures and links and then, you know, someone say, like, nothing about it. So, yeah, it it just becomes clutter at that point. So, anyway, uh, news, subreddit, Discord, and chat in both. uh, And then mostly just chat in Telegram and Matrix. But whichever your flavor, sub to one of those. Yeah, so no Linux user space dot show slash Reddit, Discord, Telegram, Ooh. and Matrix. That'll get you to all the places. Easy. All you gotta remember, Linux user space dot show slash. And then the thing you want. Easy. Yeah, it's it's so easy. It's time to focus, but not on what you think. We're going to focus on something new this time, Leo. Oh, we told you about it. We told you it was coming. We're going to focus on the community. The co- Ooh. Uh, ooh. And not just ours. No. Right? The whole Linux open source community. That's what we're focusing All on. All of it. The mm-hmm. whole thing. In particular, this time, though, we are going to take a dive into Postmarket OS and their podcast. So... I accidentally found this. I did not know it existed. And I'm going to bet 
that the vast majority of you didn't know it existed either. Yeah, probably not. I didn't listen until today. I didn't know it existed as well. And so Leo's like, hey, 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 check this out. And yes. so I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a listen. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. And so and now I did. he's hooked. And, and now, now it's, it's in his podcast it's, catcher. It's in there. It's in there. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm there. So, yeah, I haven't got through a whole episode yet, but it, so far it's been really great. It, it is. I, I listened to it in the background while I was doing work today. Mm-hmm. And um, if so, the, the reason I found it, by the way, let me let me let me back up for just a minute. The reason I found it was because I have this pine phone mm-hmm. that um uh, I'm putting things on and playing around with and post market OS comes up in a lot of these conversations and you look at adding this and that tweaking this and that. And so I go to the website, I start clicking around, I, I find the forums and that's a, you know, a treasure trove of information, which is by the way, if you're um, involved in running Linux on a mobile device, you probably know about post market OS, you yeah, probably yeah. know about the forum, but do you know that, they also have a podcast, which is what this entire section is about, that all they do is not only tell you about the things that are coming up in post-market OS, right? I mean, like, well, here are the changes that we've made. Here are the things that we're, um, that we're planning on doing. They also solicit feedback for how the project is going to move. That's awesome. If you're running post-market OS or if you are post-market OS adjacent and would like them to, or would like to influence the development of the project, go listen so you can get caught up on how the project is, what's going on, how, you know, what's being worked on right now, and then give feedback. Yeah, which is great. Linux on on mobile devices is a wide open place. So giving your feedback is probably really appreciated. A hundred percent. And I, I think that's more valuable than anything, right? I mean, you can you can obviously donate to mm-hmm. post-market OS, which if you're using it or again, you're adjacent, you probably should. But if you don't, at the very least, get involved a little bit, yeah. listen a little bit yep. and give your feedback because a lot of times feedback can be more valuable than even five bucks. That's so true. That's true. If you like it, if you know about it, if you want it to be better, check it out. Absolutely. So Leo, uh, keep focused. Oh, we're focused. There's more focus. Double your focus. Double your focus. You just thought you were going to get one focus? You're getting two focuses. We're foci. Every time. Every time. Two focuses. And you know what focus this is. You were expecting this one. You thought it was the last one, but it's this one. It's app focus. Bingo. Okay. Now, it's time to talk about my favorite app of the week, Amberall. I think that's how you say it. I I think so too. That's exactly what I said in my mind. So that's got to be it. Good. So if we agree, we obviously must be right. I've never said anything <laughs> wrong ever. <laughs> never, actually, <laughs> not, ever that I can recall. <laughs> so uh, Emanuele Bassi was uh, kind of in a situation where he didn't have a music player mm-hmm. that fit exactly what he wanted. But let me, let me before I get too much into that, I'll tell you what Amberall does and what it doesn't do. Come with me on a quick little mm-hmm. journey. Mm-hmm. I am hardwired to use like Winamp style mm-hmm. players. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Winamp 2 style players, not <laughs> 3. Okay. In okay. 3, they did the thing that I absolutely hate about all music players, which is they try to do more than just be a music player. Yeah, like everything. They added in. Yeah. They, yeah, they added in like like a media library thing. Man, I've already sorted my stuff. I, I know where all that is. I know how to search for it. I know where to find it. And all I want you to do is play the music. So, right, like the, the situation is that like Rhythmbox default does this. Eliza default does this. Clementine Maybe default, I don't know, but very popular, also does this. Amarok, somehow still around. 
that was surprising to me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I yeah, loved wow. it back in the day for the most part, but it also does this. Yeah. Strawberry does this and others. There's too many that tried to like deal with metadata and yeah. saving oh, yeah. and creating databases and does the metadata save to the actual mm -hmm. file or is it just within that local? Stop it. Right. I just need you to play media. That's what I need. I'll handle the metadata. Right. Don't you worry about that. I got Easy Tag, got Music Brains Picard. I got all kinds of cool things that'll handle all that for me. And mm -hmm. I'm the master of that domain. Easy peasy, right? Yep. So I didn't use any of them. I just used VLC because I could just chuck a whole folder into it and it would just play the music. Well, let's face it. VLC is a Swiss army knife. It really kind of is. So... But I, you know that Swiss of, Army knife? That's that not always so sharp sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like I, I need a razor sharp focused audio player. That's all I want. That's what I want. So I used VLC up to now. Kind of bittersweet that I'm leaving it for music, but Amber all solves the problem. So not that bittersweet. Yeah, and it and it gives it some nice look. Ah, oh, that's that's I think the most important part of this. Um, and I don't know how blasphemous this is, but it's an Edweta style, Lib Edweta style project, right? Yeah, Depends yeah. on Lib Edweta. So you can't just go and grab your random old theme off gnomelook.org and slap it on top because that's not how this works. Yeah, it won't, it won't respect that. Sorry. But let me tell you something. Amberall is pretty. It looks pretty anyway. Yeah. You don't need to slap a, a theme on top of it. I don't think. Yeah. Will it will it integrate in with the rest of your wonky yeah. system? No, not really. Yeah, but not. but it looks good in its own right. So don't even worry about it. The thing is it's gonna show you some album art, gonna tell you what's playing, and gonna show you where you're at. Press play, press pause, back, forward, whatever, right? Like it's there mm -hmm. and it's pretty and it does the job. I mean, how often do you stare at a music player anyway? Okay, well, uh, coming from my app, I used to turn on those visualizations no. and turn them on full screen, and they were really cool. Okay, but Ambrol doesn't have that, so you're not really staring at it that much just to change the song or something, or change right. the album that you're listening to. And right. that's that's my MO, right? I know what I want to listen to. I'm going to chuck 100 songs into it. I'm going to press play, and I'm going to forget about it. And then I got good tunes all day. Easy. And that's what Emanuele decided to deal with as well. Everybody's doing too much. Just a music player. So here's what Amberall tries to fix. The obsessive copycatting of iTunes. Why do you want to do that anyway? It's iTunes. The database problems. What I was talking about before. Mm. So many times have I been in one of these apps and I'm like, oh, that title doesn't have the right capitalization or that, that album is misspelled. And I go in and change it. Right, only to mm -hmm. find out that when I try a different music player, all that stuff's still messed up. And so I'm trying to figure out. I know I changed that. Well, I did on the Except, local database. <laughs> exactly on a database that the audio player generated, and it changed it in the database mm. only, but not in the metadata of the file. Why? Nah. Right. And then not keeping it simple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Look, when your music player tries to do much more than just display the information baked into the audio file and then play the music, do it too much. Yep. In my opinion, yep. obviously, there are people that like these big, huge monstrosities that do absolutely everything. But, you know, that's not me. Amberall is ooh, such a good fit. Here's what Amberall will not do. It's not going to deal with your playlists. Go deal with that in some other app. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna deal with your metadata it's not gonna change it it's gonna display it it's not gonna pull it in from like some external source like i don't know music db i'm sure that exists i don't know whatever. yeah i mean it's, uh, it's uh, built into the file let's use that right i mean if the stuff is there the stuff is there stop trying to overwrite my stuff with your stop it and like manage the whole seven d thousand mp3 flack whatever music right, right. collection that you have amassed over the past 20 years it's not going to handle that that is not amberall's job right amberall's job is to play your music and look pretty while doing it 
does a good job. Does a good job. The end. I love it. That that is that is absolutely all I've ever wanted out of a music player. You know what music player I use on Windows? I don't even care what it looks like. Like that's that's great on Ambrol, right? That it that it does look good because it mm-hmm. does. Yeah. I use Fubar two thousand. Okay. And for those of you that don't know what Fubar two thousand looks like, if you're on the podcast, I challenge you look it up. See how ugly this is. Two seasons ago, Joe was making fun of me for mm-hmm. liking Rofi. Oh yeah, right. Fubar, Fubar is the Rofi of music players. It ain't pretty, but I don't ever look at it, so I don't care. Just needs to function. Yes, Amber All is that. Drag and drop, play the stuff. I, I think it looks good though, too. It looks very modern. It's got some blur, blur. I know you like blur. Mm. Mm, there it is. And uh, and when I do look at it, yeah, that's and, nice. And it's got a little spot for your album art that is pulling from the file. And uh, I think it's laid out pretty well. I I don't know that it's unattractive. It it is very pretty. So there Props you go. Props to Emanuele because it is pretty. That's it, right? Because it's just a music player. What else can you say about it? It's pretty. It's pretty and simple. That's perfect. And it's pretty. Shows your metadata. Plays your music. It's a music player. Thank you. This is what I've been waiting for. And here's one thing. So on Ubuntu, Mm -hmm. um, you're shipped with snaps. Mm Amber all is not a snap. Mm -hmm. It's a flat pack. It is a flat pack. So you do have to... (laughs) You do have to add flat pack or I don't know, maybe there's a deb floating out there somewhere or something. But um you definitely have to go get that flat pack. Well, that's okay uh, for some of us. But we'll get into that one next time. Next time, right? <laughs> I'll have more to talk about <laughs> next time. But that's that's it, right? And I, I showed Dan a quick screenshot to kind of, you know, put the icing on the cake here. I yeah, showed Dan I a like quick it. screenshot of how much it looked like Plex Amp. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so Plex Amp is the uh, Plex music player. All it does is music. And you can do playlists and all that kind of jazz in that. Uh, I don't really mess with that much. Um, but I have music in Plex. Until they rip that out. In, well, I hope not. <laughs> I'm kidding. And then I, I, I deal with that. And then for all of my local music, it's Amberall. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the funny thing is, these two apps look so alike that... I got confused a couple times, Whoopsie. but <laughs> right, but uh, but it it it's just good. Like the interfaces are so simple that it's very easy to pick up and use and just be done with. So mm, nice, fantastic app. Go check out Amberall if you just want a simple player that plays. Amberall is your player. All right. Uh, wow. Speaking of next time, holy cow, Woo. we've made it to the end here. Um, next time, we are going to discuss Ubuntu 2204 LTS oh, and yeah. the history and the history. We're going to talk about our experience and all the, well, all the bits we can fit in the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's going to be mostly history. It, it will be. <laughs> I, I I think that's 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 just gonna ha- that's just gonna be how it is. And we're gonna continue to keep an eye on uh, Leo's framework laptop, um, which I think he actually installed Ubuntu on. That's so, what I'm running Ubuntu on. So, I do still have to put it on my desktop, but I've just been having such a good time with it on my framework that meh, it's it's good. I need to get it on the desktop so I can test a couple of things. But other than that, I mean, yeah, that's good. I like it. Good stuff. And, you know, we'll touch on the Steam Deck again and uh, probably Leo's Pine Phone. Um, mm. th- those things are, you know, on the list. Can't can't let post-market OS go to waste now. So uh, come back in two weeks for more Linux user space. Stay tuned and interact with us on Twitter, Mastodon, Telegram, Matrix, Discord, whatever. Um, give us your suggestions on our subreddit and join the conversation. Talk to us. Give us more ideas. Please, please. I did recently put out a request Feedback. for people to, you know, hit me hit me up. At me, bro. Of course. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, there it was. What was that? Season one, episode 19. I remember because I went through them all again lately. <laughs> so hit, hit us up. Let us know. This, so this is the end. Thank you, everyone, for listening and for your support. Uh, 
Leo, where where can these fine folks find you? Ooh, you can find me at the tweeters uh, at Leo Chavez. Okay, and you can find me at Casey2BZ on the tweeter. Somehow, we still came out before 8 o'clock my time, before 9 o'clock your time. Hmm. Maybe we should stop stuffing eight different topics in there. Oh, I hate that, though. I love them. <laughs> I love them all. I know. I mean, I, I really could. I could just talk forever. We did good. And then what? I think we, we did good condensing that down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started at about the 30-minute mark, mm-hmm. which means that we got about a minute 15 of content. Which means that once all the bumpers and everything else go in... That's going to be like right there. I feel like we're going to... Okay, I've been wrong every time I say this, but I feel like... Well, I'll we tell you are what. actually... The, the show will not be an hour and 45 minutes. Uh-uh. Will not. I will guarantee it. You know what I'm going to Oh, did you press stop? I didn't press did stop. press stop? No, oh, well, I'm still going. I'm still going. Now what do we do?